It's been almost two weeks since our last episode, so I know you are ready for this one. And this conversation with my student and friend, Melanie, is overloaded with great takeaways, thoughts on yoga and life, and is going to pump you up to get on your mat today. I hope you're ready for all of the inspiration and motivation headed your way. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to the Meet Me on Your Mat podcast the space to get and stay inspired to keep up a lifelong yoga practice. My name is Tori, and I'm a yoga teacher that loves to explore the why of someone's practice. And that's what we do here. Expect conversations with real people that step on their mat daily, even though it would be easier to do something else with their time. Career, kids, the ups and downs of life and yoga, we are going to talk about it all. Let's get started. Hello, Melanie. I'm so glad we get a chance to chat all things yoga today. Uh, Before we get started, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us who you are, where you're from, what your life is like. Um, Hello, my name is (laughs) Melanie, and uh, I live in the near north suburbs for almost five years now, after 20 years downtown, so I cannot believe it's been that long. Um, I have a 12-year-old daughter and a three-year-old Labradoodle. We, uh, besides yoga, um, I enjoy being outside. I feel like I've gotten out, been, as I've aged, enjoy the outside more than like the boardroom or the inside these days. Um, I do work for a professional services firm. I actually have been working remote for over seven years, so the whole COVID thing wasn't much of a change for me, just less travel sometimes with work. And um, I work in IT, but I don't, uh, I don't do traditional IT. I do much more kind of more business management, finance, some strategic change work now that I'm getting into. So very cool. Very, very cool. Um, so, um, what, when was your first yoga class? When did you first? So I was thinking about this. And so I think, you know, I kind of date everything like before child versus after child. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I did take like my first experience with Bikram was I had a friend who won kind of like a class that then she invited a whole bunch of people to, to check it out. But then they didn't put the heat up all the way and they modified a bunch of stuff. So it was really odd. And I just remember thinking, this is interesting. And like, how hot does it really get? So then she and I actually went and took a class like a couple years later. Mm -hmm. Um, And I liked it. I thought it was hard and interesting. And I think for the longest time I was always doing hard things to like, I don't know, prove I could do it, but probably God. one of those things where I just kind of needed to prove my own worth to myself and not to anybody else, but um, <laughs> that's changed a lot. So, um, but yeah, so then, but I really don't think I really started practicing really regularly until after my daughter was born. So probably like 10, 11 years ago. Okay. All right. So I it was on bed rest for a while. And so I had to like for 13 weeks. So like to come back from that, to like regain your strength, like it's amazing how much you atrophy and lose. Oh gosh. Of- yeah muscle and such so it's like so then I kind of started that it started it afterwards and it was just along with like running and strength training just kind of but I didn't really get the whole like spirituality of it for quite some time but oh that's I think that that is totally yeah that is the that is what um Bikram yoga uh kind of is about it's like just go in and do a workout and then you'll discover that whole spirituality thing at a later date you know it's like all of a sudden dawns on you that this is a spiritual practice um and I think 
honestly, any good yoga practice, I mean, I, as I've morphed into teaching other things, I still keep that thought with me. You know, like, let them come to it on their own, like the spiritual side of this. But this is an asana class, and little by little, we'll, you know, we'll get into that whole spiritual thing. So that means you've been on your mat for like 11 years? Yeah. Wow. I guess so. Yeah, on and off, yeah. And so then I think, like, once I moved up here, too, then I I, I really wanted to keep it, because I'd been doing it a lot, like, the last probably three, four years in the city, like, as I as my marriage started to kind of fall apart and like working through all of that, like I was doing it. And then once I moved here, I was like, well, I have to keep this up because I don't know life without yoga now. Like it's seen me through so much. So, um, I was grateful to find that studio where I first met you, um, over in Glenview or what Mm -hmm. have you. So, yeah. So then it was, it was nice that there was somewhere to practice too, because that was, I was worried about that of moving out and not being able to, because there was like three different studios, like that were all part of the same place. In the oh city. yeah. It was like wherever I was, I could, you know, I could go. So yeah. So it was important to find a place here. Isn't that funny? Um, yeah. So do you, do you remember, I mean, we can, you already said your first class was kind of strange and modified and everything like that, but when you, and I so understand, wow, the like, I want to do hard things for I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yes, I went through a total phase like that, and I think um, Bikram yoga and even tra- teacher training for Bikram was part of that phase of like I have to prove I can do really hard things, you know. Um, so I, <laughs> I so yeah. relate to yeah. that mentality. Yeah. Isn't it funny how it falls away a little bit? It is. It we, really is. Well, and did you ever read that book like Hell Bent? I was going yeah. to look up the author. I forgot. Where the guy talks about, he goes to teacher training and then he gets that roommate at the last minute and the roommate says, like, this is only for, like, broken people, right? And I was just kind of like, I was like, at first I was like, well, that's, I don't know, I would call it more like rebuilding people or, you know, like rising people, right? So it's kind of like, I think people find it when they find it and then it does, like, fill a need that then they, that maybe they didn't know they first had, but then I think it adds so much more to your life so it's like I don't like that he says it's just for broken people or people that you know want to do hard things or whatever but I was like I do think maybe that's what it first attracts you and then it helps and what but this is the whole thing like what human is not broken in some places you know so there's just a better way to put it you know like um to say well it's just for broken people is you know kind of putting you in this box where it's like but I'm not broken right but he's not broken (laughs) I'm sorry, you somehow got into adulthood perfect? Yeah, know, totally. Like, unscarred, way, unscathed. Without any flaws or baggage? Come on. Like, what? <laughs> uh, and so, yeah. I mean, I know my own journey, it, it healed. You know, it's like, I feel like the healing just keeps coming. You know, it's it heals up one part of my life. And I'm so grateful for that and can't believe that I'm in this new place where I'm not dealing with something you know, like my eating disorder, like I don't even think about that stuff anymore. Um, and, uh, and then all of a sudden you realize like, oh, I'm on my mat and now I'm healing this. You know, it's like, it, it's, it's like, I didn't even know that was an issue, but I'm so glad yeah. for my practice for pointing that out that it is, you know. Um, and so I really, um, it's really more of a practice that is pushing you towards self-realization, you know, um, and realizing who you are and your potential and um, where your stuff is and how to heal your stuff. And um, I wouldn't call it for broken people. I'd call it for pretty amazing people. Yeah, that's what I 
like I like rising or continuous change people or something like that, right? <laughs> like evolving people. So, evolving yeah. people would be awesome. Yes, yeah. it is. It's for evolve. It's for people who want just a little bit more, and and not just Bikram, but anyone that really takes on a, a yoga practice. You know that challenges them in ways and doesn't keep them, you know, and and I don't want to downgrade anybody else's yoga as I say this, but if it always keeps you in this, the soft, warm, comfortable place, and it never brings you into that world of discomfort, or I don't know what the heck I'm doing, you know, um, then it, that is not going to change you, you know? Right. Cause so. that's where you learn, right? Yeah. Like that's how you, yeah. Those, those moments of discomfort yeah. and craziness. So, um, that first true class you took, and that was the first experience with yoga, huh? Yep. Was Bikram. Okay. So um, that first, first true class you took, do you have any, like, memories or takeaways or how you felt afterwards? I just remember thinking, like, the teacher had one of the most, like, amazingly perfect bodies, and I was just kind of like, wow, okay. But then, like, everyone in the room was all different sizes and shapes, right? Yeah. And I was just kind of like, okay. Like, because I was like, is that what you look like if you do this all the time, right? <laughs> and my friend was super hung up on it at that point. And then I just remember it being hot. I remember being extremely overdressed. And then, um, and just thinking, like, I don't know that I'm ever going to bend like this. Like, I don't <laughs> think I was made to do this. But I'm going to try because I can do hard things, right? Yep. So, um, yeah. And then it was just kind of like I enjoyed, I just like enjoyed the sweat and like the sense of accomplishment afterwards. Like the, oh my God, I just survived that. All right, this is good, you know. Yeah. So as soon as you took that second class where the heat was full blast and everything was, you know, uh, the way Bikram is, um, were you like immediately we were like, I'm coming back tomorrow or... What was the thought? Kind of like I'll come back in a couple of weeks or something like that. Because I just there was just a bunch of other stuff going on, and so it wasn't really I think until I took like one of these like challenges, right? Because yeah. Because then it's kind of one of these things where it's like I personally have a thing of like if I'm going to do something, I'm going to commit, right? So it's like I'm going to go all in, right? And so it was one of these things where it's like all right, I'm kind of dabbling around. I had like a ten pack class pack or whatever, you know. And so then I was like, I'm going to try this because you know they say things happen and all this stuff. So it's like, so I did that. And then after that, like I was really hooked. Cause then I got to know some of the instructors and like they were very positive in corrections and you could tell some of the, some of them were super biased, right? Cause they they would look at people who were like just trying it out and be like, they don't know what they're doing. But like, if you really attempted to like, you were trying, like yeah. then you got some better corrections. So it was just, it was nice to, I shouldn't say it was nice to get attention, but it was like it, like oh, yeah, I'm glad but it that is. they recognized that it was just you know I was trying and, and that they did want to help me improve my practice. So it was after that that then I was pretty hooked. So it was like a 30 day challenge or what have you. So and yeah. then I went much more regularly because then it was after that it was like then it, you start to have like that whole mind body spirit connection thing yep. kicks in and it's like okay I need this to feel better. It's like, cause I would, I could tell when I was feeling bunchy, like I'm like, I got to get back to <laughs> bunchy. I got to get this out. You know? And it's just, like, I still feel it to this day. Like I'm like, I'm bunchy. Has it been a while since I've done yoga? I yes. think I need to do yoga. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Uh, gosh, there's so much, there's so much to talk about with what, with everything that you just said. Um, but like it's, the, the whole thing about like not wanting attention or whatever. Well, who wants to go to yoga class to be ignored? <laughs> but, like, you know? but there's some people where they'll say like, clearly 
like, you know, lockout, whatever. And like, you know that they're talking to you. And the one, like the one time this guy was like, you in the orange shorts, do this. Right. And the guy was like, he didn't change at all. And I was like, well, if you're not even going to try, like, why would you submit yourself to this? (laughs) Well, my experience is, um, as an instructor is sometimes even when you do that, you like you in the orange shorts do this. They are so in their head and worried about so many other things. They, you have yet to cut through all of that. They did not hear you. Um, And I've had a student come out and be like, how did you let that person get away with everything? Get away. I'm saying, I have air quotes right now. How did you let that person get away with A, A, B, and C? And I was like, because if I said anything, they wouldn't have heard me anyways. You know, I've been doing this for a little while. Um, But you would never let me get away with it. And I'm like, you're right. I wouldn't because I really know your practice, you know, and, um, and I expect you to do your practice. So it's, it's, it is a balance. Um, but there, there, there is that thing with, um, newbies or in newbies can mean five years, you know, um, where you just haven't cut through yet. Um, and they, they're just not hearing you. You know, but if you're really dialed in, then yeah, you're going to get a lot out of each class. You're going to get a lot of corrections and, you know, stuff. Yeah. And I just think you hear things when you need to hear it too, right? Because there's some things and like, and just the way different instructors say things, right? Like, I feel like you, I don't know, it's yoga. You pick things up when you need them, right? So Absolutely. It's like, so it's there for you. And yes, and now you can hear the same thing every day, but it's like, oh, wait, this was this. What, yeah. Did I hear that? Yeah. So, yeah. I was taking class one time from, um, someone that has been teaching for like 25 years, they didn't even change the words that everybody says. They inflected it differently and it meant something totally different. Like my head almost popped out of my, off my body. <laughs> like I was like, that means so much, something so different just from the, the way they inflected that sentence. And so it was, um, it, it's always interesting, you know, and I'm always um, interested in the way instructors speak what they say what they don't say what's left out what's you know and i'm very vigilant in myself as well uh and like you're not saying it right because no one's doing what you're saying you know so you need to find five other ways to say it um and so you start like like well maybe if i say this then it will hit their body differently maybe if i will say that or you know so it's it's it is kind of this interesting um craft you know to kind of play around with yeah um, so within the beginnings of your practice, what did you, um, what kind of changes did you notice? I noticed I was much, I felt more accepting of my body and much more like grateful for the things that it could do. Right. And just like, and just like a much more like inner strength and connection. Like, I think I just gotten kind of out of touch with that for a while and like was just letting other people's opinions of it kind of put more on me but I think it's like after you do it right and that's like yeah. and then you see things change and all of a sudden you're like oh my gosh did my leg just hook and like yeah. you know eagle or whatever right that you're like huh imagine that I can do that and so it just <laughs> it kind of gives you this inner strength and step when I don't, when I wasn't feeling you know very high on myself that it you know it helped kind of build up my self-esteem and like, yeah very, supportive of that so yeah because then it's like you can take it because then you say like I just did that I can do what you know what I mean it gives you that sense of confidence and strength in yourself that I think is and it's just such hard to get out of places 
Yeah, it's just such body confidence. You know, if nothing else, I, I think if you really commit to a yoga practice, you really start to appreciate what your body can do, you know, and how it works and and how it can learn and uh, and how amazing that is. The whole and it's just the most amazing thing you'll ever own. You know. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. And then I see like older people, and I just keep thinking like I will do yoga until I cannot get on that mat by myself, and then even then I will make them put me there and stretch me out. You know. But, then. So, like I'm like, uh huh. Because like my mom has had two knee replacements, and she doesn't really exercise them much, and it's just kind of like, you know, I just think of that song like, "Be kind to your knees; you'll miss them when they're gone." Right. Yeah. And so it's just one of those things that I'm always like, I will do this for forever. So yeah. because it just it feels good and gives me a you know sense of well-being and self-care that's important. And you're able to do it for forever, you know, like you can't you can't do long distance running for forever, you know. Um though yoga will let you allow you to be able to do it longer than most, you know. Um and there's just certain activities that as you as you you do go through the aging process that they just don't feel comfortable in your body anymore. It's not that you can't do them. It's just not comfortable and like you said what am I proving (laughs) what am I proving by running 15 miles today (laughs) you know when three feels really good you have to live in that body right because so it's like it's kind of one of those things like you could try and do all these crazy things but in the end like how do you feel in your body like does it hurt do you really want to walk around sore and all busted up like yeah be kind to yourself you know yeah I know there's like uh, there is a gentleman that I see running often in the forest preserve that surrounds the dog park that I frequent, and he always runs with his shirt off. And he's an older gentleman, and um, you can tell it's painful to run, and you can see his spine how compressed it is as he runs away. Every time I just like cringe because I'm like, man, you need to you need some yoga, <laughs> you know. It's just but you can't run after him and be like, hey. <laughs> But every time I see him, I think, oh, like that spine's just like really wants to be decompressed, you know, and find more space in it and all that stuff after the years of the pounding into the pavement. Not that I don't run. Like I go running every once in a while. I think it is so good for you, especially if you're like angry or frustrated. Go for a run. Two miles. You will be done being angry and frustrated. Just get it out of your body, you know, and then you can make better decisions. So I am afraid for running. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so through the years, what what kind what has been the most eye opening lesson for you when it comes to your practice? Um, I well, the one I go back to, like literally, like I say this almost every day now because, like, we're doing this whole big change initiative in at work right and everyone is all just twisted up right and I just keep saying like breathe literally I say to people all the time like breathe and we can do hard things and in the end like it's uncomfortable and you take a breath and like and I was like and literally in yoga they say change yeah and you come out and you're stronger for it right so I think it's kind of one of those things where it's like no matter how uncomfortable things get literally just breathe yep. right that's the one thing you can always control is your own breath right mm-hmm. and then know that it will change and you will most likely be stronger for the discomfort and what you've gone through so yeah I think that's my biggest lesson learned in your it, biggest so. lesson I like that um I love it actually um it's uh and it's very true you know uh if if all you learn from your practice is to stop and take a breath 
you're doing better than most of the world, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because it is something that has to be learned as weird as that is as adults to breathe, you know, yeah. and most of the times the things that are really freaking us out are not that big of a deal. You know, if you really step back and look at it, it's like the world isn't blown up, you know, right. everything's fine. The people who love me, love me. So like, we'll just get through this, you know, whatever the crazy is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it it does, like you just, you get through it. Like it is hard. I mean, and that's the thing. It's like, it's not that it's not hard. It's not that it's uncomfortable. It's not that immediately you feel better. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, but it does usually make you better for it. So, and just not reacting as much as just really trying to breathe and know that, you know, the emotions or whatever will pass and. Well, and accepting change is so much easier than fighting change, too, you know? Um, And I see that. I I think we're all witnessing quite a bit of that as we move out of 2020 and everything that that was, you know? It's like things are changing, and it could be very good change if you stop fighting it, you know? If you stop fighting whatever this is, you know, like there's some really cool things that could come from this whole thing. Um, but we got to stop, you know, resisting it so bad, you know? Yeah. So it's a uh, it change. I think is it's hard. I think it's one of the hardest lessons to learn, but it is also, if you get good at it, you know, good right. at being okay with it, your life is going to be a lot easier than if you're constantly running up against it. It just, I mean, that, it's the only constant, right? Like everything will change, right? Yes. So it's like you just have to be accepting of it. And I think also trying to find the positive in it, right? The perspective of like always looking like sometimes I feel like a little too much Pollyanna, like looking on the sunny side of things, right? But like, I don't know. I just think life's too short to dwell in all the negative and the drama and God, what yeah. have you. So it's like I'd much rather say, okay, well, but at least, you know. I learned this today, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this happened, or so, yeah. So yep. I'm always trying to find the good. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, have you ever taken a, a very long break from your practice? Probably, more, probably just like a couple, like a month or so. Okay. Not super long, because once I started to really get hooked, then it's like I, I couldn't go for more. Like, because I would just, I would mentally feel it. Like, it's become yeah. like a mental need almost as much as a physical need and now now more physical I think because we've been doing kind of this like different like mm-hmm. the not traditional Bikram all the time right then it's like that I feel more like I can tell when I need to stretch more than like with Bikram Bikram was more of a I need to sweat it out I need like the mental mm-hmm. like shutdown and what have you of it yep. um but now it's more of like I just it's more fun, I think. <laughs> Playtime. <laughs> like, and you're always like, be playful with it. I was like, I'll do a handstand. That's kind of fun, you know? Yeah. And so it's just, it's that kind of, I like the the new, like it's just a different, you know, yoga changes and gives you what you need when you need it, right? So yeah. it's like now it's just kind of like that fun. Because I really used to like that it was predictable, that yep. I knew what was going to happen, right? When everything in my life was so crazy that it was like I could go there my head would shut off, mm-hmm. you know, because I think other people have said, like, you can't stand on one leg in a hot room, like, thinking about, you know, all yeah, your everything else, yeah. right? You just can't. You have to just balance. And so um, I used to really appreciate that. And so now it's like I do, I almost do like that it's 
I don't know what's coming next because mm-hmm. then it just keeps you like, I think more engaged in the room. Cause sometimes you could go after a while, you then start to go on autopilot, right? Yeah. Cause you know what's coming next. But I think this one, it's like, it's now kind of like more what I need of like, you don't know what's coming next. And it's just kind of like, you just kind of got to roll with it. And if it's another crescent lunge, then you take a deep breath and you just do it. Right. Or if it's like, you know, something, you know, yeah. three sets of standing bow and I'm like, yay, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, it's just, again, I think it just gives you what you need when you need it. And I'm very grateful for it. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's interesting to go from um, set series like Bikram or if you're an, uh, an Ashtanga yogi and you do the primary series or um, that you really know what to expect and then go into something where you're like daily <laughs> wondering what's on the table, right? Yeah. Because um, even with as just the traditional Hatha yoga classes have now evolved, you know, because you guys all have evolved and um Honestly, I feel like we would all be bored if you knew what was going to happen on Monday and Wednesday. You know, yep. it's better to mix it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's uh, it's been really interesting to see that change, to see people who were devoted to see to a series and kind of be like, I kind of really like the adventure right now, you know, and maybe that's yeah. what I need right now. And it's OK to change, you know, and it's also OK if certain days you really like to to go back to your foundation of a set series, you know, it's, it's different, different times, you know, different prescriptions for different times in your life. Yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. Um, so while well, we just kind of covered all of that, um, cause my question was going to be, what does your practice look like today? Uh, do you want to kind of go a little deeper on that? How does it look different? Are there things you can do that you couldn't do or, um, stuff like that? I think it's much more like I don't rush to yoga anymore. Like I used to feel like such a crazy person, like racing, literally driving like a crazy person to get to yoga to slow down. So I'm grateful that I don't have to do that anymore, that I can take it on my own time. And that, um, yeah, without the heat, there's certain things like I, I've only recently started being able to hook on my right side in Eagle, like without the heat. So it's like, I couldn't do that. And so now it's like, I find myself sitting at my desk chair, like, trying to hook just while sitting to stretch, yeah. right? <laughs> and I'm like, why is this doing this? And I was like, well, you don't know the heat, you know? Yeah. So um, so I think it's a little, and I am, I feel like it, it is more adventurous now because we're doing just different things. That at first, like when you were like, okay, we're going to put our, what was it, like <laughs> shoulder behind your, your knee behind your shoulder or whatever. I was like, you're out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> like I was like, all I can hear is that Hamilton line. Like you must be out, out of your goddamn mind. mind. My body is not going to do that. <laughs> had Hamilton on weekends yeah. for like a year. You know? Now so, I have um, Lin-Manuel in my so, head. <laughs> so, it's like, so that, like, that always pops in my head of like, what? And so now I'm kind of like, well, just try it. You know, it's yeah. like, I do feel like it's become like less serious. Cause I remember one time you were like, it's just yoga people. Like, let's not be so serious. Right. Yeah. And it's just, it is kind of like, it is just playful and it's just, it's nice. The community is lovely, right? Yeah. Like all these people that are just like showing up and doing the best they can and really encouraging, right? So it's just, it's just a much, I, I don't know. I, I'm grateful for it. So oh, it's good. Just, it's just different than just, you know, I miss like going to a studio, like the energy, and we talked about this yeah. last night, like, like the energy of a studio and the people around you, but it's like you can feel it even now through Zoom. So it's just, I don't know whether it's the people or just we're all at a, the same kind of place where we're needing that. So 
Yeah, I think it's, and also that's why, you know, I, we always knew that as this program developed, it would have some in-person stuff, you know, whether it's a class or retreats or whatever, because as much as we all have found how convenient online yoga is, I mean, it's really nice to be like, you know, on a phone call with someone and then be able to click on into your yoga class, um, and not have the commuter, all of that stuff and still get what you need from the community and, and right. the practice for that day, there is something to be said about coming together as a community and practicing, you know, mat by mat to mat. Yeah. And yeah. so um, I do feel like, especially right now, since quarantine just went forever, that, yeah, we're all kind of craving that togetherness. Yeah. Um, but I also think that the hybrid model um, is going to happen for a lot of people because it just opened up a doorway that, Right. you know, wasn't there before. And the, the whole time saving aspect of it, you know, now yeah. yoga is an hour, it's not two and a half hours, you know? Right. So, um, it's, it's interesting. And like I said, embrace the change, <laughs> embrace well, it. You right. Have to, yes, you have to, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I'm just excited because like I got to, cause the, the studio I went to was super far from you. So the last time I took your class and then you're like, they're like, Tori's gone. I was like, Hey, we're going to Aww. No, she can't be gone. And so it's just kind of nice to like yeah. have you back in my life. So I'm grateful Aww. for that and what you're doing. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, that was just uh, it. Just that commute. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I appreciate it. I grew up on the western suburbs, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a, you know it was just something I got used to, and I honestly never thought I would be there at that studio as often as I was. But I just fell in love with all of you all that were over there. So it was worth it to me because I wanted to see you guys, you know, so, um, yeah, but eventually it was, yeah, it just, it got longer and I almost didn't make it to class. It was just became like a, you know, when your yoga teacher is stressed, that's not going to be a great class. Right. You know what I mean? Like if I'm rushing and I don't live that far and you're rushing and you live much further, yeah, Yeah. you don't want to. It was just became one of those things where it's like, I'm not going to make it. I left an hour and a half ago and I'm not going to make it, you know, like a whoa. Um, so that was one of those things where it was, you know, you just had to learn, you had to learn to say this isn't working anymore, you know? Right. Um, yeah. so, all right. So that being said, Miss Melanie, um, what are some of the postures that you never thought were possible? Obviously like behind the head is going to be one of them, but are <laughs> either starting <laughs> still not sure it's possible but I will, I will try it right um but um peacock I although okay. I did have a breakthrough in peacock with like chest forward so yeah I feel like that one is like because I beautiful used to be like my wrists are gonna break and I am face planting so yeah um, so peacock I've come around on um what else uh oh eight angle like I if I can figure out how to like do all that at once like I like it looks so pretty when people do it and I'm so um admiring them but I just can't seem to get the motion and the balance all at once so you're an eight angle aren't you Mm-mm. all right maybe on one side like on a good day <laughs> when the sun <laughs> shines just right but um, <laughs> most days no <laughs> okay. so um and uh what else um Did what you- should I do oh I mean even like things like I remember crow the first time I yeah. literally was like what the heck you want me to put my like yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, I guess <laughs> we're so trying this. Fun. And then even like just even trying going from like um uh um like firefly, right? Even yeah. like to start that to get that and like 
guillotine's one that I like. I just laugh every time we do it because I'm like, this is so not going to happen on my body, but I will try. So um, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's really not about whether you ever clasp your hands behind your back and guillotine and look at your yeah. butt. It's about <laughs> it's about what happens to your spine when you work for it. You yeah. know, so yeah. you kind of um, have to just kind of play around with that. And then eight angle, just a quick tip. Yeah. Since I have you here, don't think about your legs. Just think about your abs, and you'll do okay. it. All right. Yeah. I don't know if you took that class or not, but uh, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna try again. There was a I'll class try. last week where that came up, and I could see people were trying to make it about their legs hanging on their arm, yeah. and it's not your legs are doing nothing except kicking out and extending, yeah. but your core yeah. is holding all of it. So if you just yeah. put the concentration away from your legs and into your core, you'll probably fly. And I think more forward, like that whole, like, um, the alignment yeah. workshop really helped too. Of like, Hopefully. where is your center and where, how much, what are you counterbalancing with and what have you? So that was helpful. So good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, so, uh, do you have a posture, that you once were just like a rock star at and now it kind of has fallen apart in some ways? I think it depends. I don't know. I don't know that I ever rock starred anything. Oh, right? stop. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, like the days that I can tell that I'm not really focused, like standing bow. Like I love standing bow. I think it's pretty. I think it's like uh, like the flexibility, the strength, and the balance all come together there. Um, but some days it's just kind of like, I'm always like, where is your head? And then like, <laughs> where are your hips? And can you get yourself together? So, but most days it's okay. But some days it just kind of falls apart. And I'm just like, I think you just need to focus a little bit more. So, yeah, no. And your standing bow has improved so much in the last year and a half, like the alignment and the kick and uh, everything, like where your hip placement is. Uh, now the arm, the forward arm looks good. I mean, it's, there's really been like these very small, the super subtle changes to it that now when I look at it, I'm like, yes, yes. Like this yeah. is all in the right place. Everything's going to yeah. come together. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's one of, you know, standing bow or standing at knee or basically anything where you're on one leg, you are at the mercy of whatever's going on in your body or your mind, you know? Yep. Um, and so if you can't let thoughts of the outside world go, you're probably going to have a pretty shaky class. You know, if your hormone level is different than it was yesterday, you might have yep. a shakier class. I mean, you really yeah. just, and so you just have to be okay with not, not always nailing everything, right? Yeah. As soon as you go onto that one leg. And uh, there's so many lessons to learn. It's like, oh, I don't have balance today. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead of being I like. I let go of my crazy with, sta like, standing head to knees. So I remember people always say, it's a 10-year posture. I'm thinking, I think I've been on this mat 10 years, and this is still not happening. But now I'm just kind of like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to do it. And I'm not going to have all the pent-up emotion that I used to have on Like, I used to just dread it. Like, I was like, yeah. let's get it done. And now I'm just kind of like, let's just go through it, right? This too shall pass. So, and we'll learn how it goes today. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a great posture to learn a lot about yourself. Um, I just feel like there's so much weight on it to like if and if you get it, then you're you're a good yogi. And until you get it, you're a bad yogi. And I just think it's silly. 
it's silly. It's one posture out of like hundreds of postures, you know? So it's like, what, what is the crazy here? Um, and I think that that also is a gift in the fact of exploring other asana beyond beside the 26 and two is it starts to loosen you up about what you can and you can't do. And there's only 26 and you can't do what you can't do. And I'm air quoting again, um, you know, where you feel like you're not accomplishing one of the postures that feels big. When you're studying 100 postures or so, it doesn't feel so big. You're like, well, that didn't happen today. That didn't happen today, yeah. Yeah, and as you're doing that, as you're studying these other asana, you're you're gaining strength and flexibility in new ways, and then that posture is bound to happen because you know more about it than any other postures. You studied it for 11 years, you know, so it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I'm grateful uh, that that seems to hold less weight with all of my students. Like I'm, I, I will be jumping up and down when you get it and you're sticking it and you come out clean. Don't get me wrong. Yep. But I also don't think it, it defines your value as a human being or a yogi. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I can't do standing head to knee. Therefore I am not worthy. Yes. I mean, and I used to like the last yeah. couple of years I've said it in my classes, I was like, you guys, I think you're all really great people. You know, so you're a great person whether this posture works for you or it doesn't today. So let's just do the posture, you know, and everyone would just, you could feel the whole mood in the room just lighten up when I said it because it was like people hold it so dear. Oh, yeah. yeah. Am I going to be able to kick out? Once I kick out, I'm going to be able to hold it. Will they hold it too long? Blah, blah, blah. It's just like, it's just a posture. It has a lot. Yeah, it's just like it has, like just. It's okay. Just yeah. do it and move on. You'll be doing, you know, 60 other postures today. So, right. oh my gosh. Um, was there a time in your life when uh, you were super grateful for your practice and glad that it was already established? Yeah, I, I think, I mean, I, I'm grateful for it in all the different phases that it's gone, like all the different things I've gone through in my life. So I, I appreciate that, right? So it's like there were times and like, going through my divorce where it's like it gave me comfort and like I'd realize certain things and you know like I'd cry and savasana and like you know but I was like people just think I'm sweating it's okay and then um totally you know and then moving um even up here that it's like there was still something that I could still do because like I had a lot of loss of like leaving the city because it had been home for so long and the the suburbs just felt really strange um but it was you know it's what we needed at the time and so then it was just finding that and I think now even you know the the change of like doing different things because like, we talked about before like it used to just be super comforting to know what was coming right in yeah. chaos of life and so now it's like it's more of like it's helping me to kind of like manage change in my own life and like especially like work is really like I said work is crazy I keep telling people like I'm gonna have to go do some yoga now like and this one guy's like how are you standing all this stuff going on I'm like I do a lot of yoga I'm gonna go stand on my head right now you know so um (laughs) and I think I think I'm kidding like I'm not really kidding right so um so it's just it's it's evolved and it's just given I like it's like I was like I could cry if I started thinking about how much yoga has gotten me through like just you know challenges in life and it's just it's been like I'm very grateful that it's continued to like evolve and be there and for something that provides like comfort when I need it a challenge when I need it a lesson when I need it and it just kind of has helped kind of heal a lot Mm -hmm. you know through the years and it's just um yeah something it's just like don't 
I don't like I joke like when I was joking about like I'm gonna do it for forever but it's it's just it's for the really the mind body spiritual connection that I can't really kind of imagine life without it now so because it's I can I, tell when I haven't done it in a while so yeah it's a scary thought to think of life without yoga right it is yeah. you know what I mean and there's like some people in my life get it right and other people are like okay crazy you know yeah. but um it's just kind of like just trust me I would be a lot crazier if I didn't do yoga <laughs> So, yeah absolutely I mean it's just it's um it, it's nice to have such a constant practice you know and have this thing that is just totally yours because it can't be anybody else's you know um and the the guts that it takes to show up for yourself amidst a crazy world that will tell you have a hundred other things that you should be doing besides that yeah. you know is it's a big thing it's really big I mean, I, I run into people every week that um, say, I'm coming back, Tori, I'm coming back to yoga, or um, I really want to start yoga, but then they, they just, it's like, I, I can't do that part for you, you know? Yeah. I can I can yeah. cheer you on, but I, I you're the only one that can clear that space for yourself or make that decision for yourself, and it's huge, like, it's huge. Yeah. I mean, it's really, but it, it's one of those things where it's like, I really do feel like it's like the airplane thing. Like you have to put your own oxygen mask on first, right? It's mm-hmm. like, if I don't do this for myself, I cannot do every, all the other demands in my life, you know? So yeah. it's just like, I would be, like I said, like, I don't know, crazy is the right term, but I would not be able to cope with everything else if I didn't take this time for me. And so I feel like it's also an important lesson, like, because I will say this to my daughter, right? As yeah. I'm like, I have to go do yoga because I'm going to be a better mom after yeah. I do this, right? And so, I'm like, and I'm a better person for doing it. So she's always like, now she'll be like, Mom, have you done yoga lately? You know? <laughs> <laughs> have you got to do that? So it's like, so I think she, it's nice that she, she is gets it. She's a yeah. very old soul anyway. So it's like yeah. she, you know, she understands. And it's just kind of one of those things that I just am trying to teach her. Like, you have to take care of yourself. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, no one else is going to, I mean, there will be people in your life who will, clearly take care of you right but it's like but you have to take care of yourself first before mm-hmm. you can take care of others and then allow them to help take care of you so but you have to take care of yourself first and that you're worth it and it's important so well absolutely I mean that's um that then you this is the thing um as you're saying this like some things kind of ring so true that I'm just going to say this so if you're not taking care of yourself right and you're just giving, 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 and never giving to yourself at all, then you become part of the drama triangle, right? So then you're in the martyr, you're in martyr zone, you know, and then the drama triangle is then like the victim and then the person that is, you know, creating the drama. So it's like you either are one of the three. And I think the smartest thing is to just not be in the triangle, (laughs) to step off of the triangle do not be part of it because it makes your life so hard so if the way you know so even you know the martyr no one wants to be that no one really wants to be around that either and so therefore take care of yourself so you don't get into that cycle you know of that whole victim martyr you know instigator Yes. I think there's a different word for that, but um, yes. it's just so, so, so important. Um, you'll have so much more time and space in your life for like the good things instead of the drama, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then you just end up empty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've been there where it's like, I'm like, I don't even, like I, there was one time where I like looked in this mirror and I was like, I don't even know who that person is. Like, yeah. it's like, I'd really kind of felt lost. And I was like, there's, you know, you need to 
this is not how I want to live. So, um, yeah, you know, it's just kind of all the things where it's like, you have to take that time for yourself and you have to, you know, and for a while I felt like when I was first getting into it, like I felt guilty for like taking time for me. And I was like, this is, and then it finally came around that it's like, no, you're a much better person if you do take this time. And it's like, you're not cheating anybody else by taking time for yourself. You're actually only showing up and being better for yourself and for everybody else. So yeah. Yeah. And honestly, it's like, you're feeling guilty because I'll do that with my husband all the time. I'll be like, well, I want to go take class. So I'm going to be upstairs or I have to go to the studio beforehand or whatever it was. Right. And he's always like, good. Bye. See ya. You know, but it's like, for some reason, why do I feel like that? You know, it's like, he's like, go do your thing. Cause I don't want to be around you if you're not going to do your thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Totally. Oh, all right. Melly, if you could tell someone either just beginning their practice or someone that hasn't practiced in a, uh, a while, um, what would it be? Go get on your mat. <laughs> <laughs> just do it. Right. The Nike slogan. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like it's just, you have to do it. Like, and it's just, it's for you to be, to be the better you, right. If you yeah. want to keep being a better you, do your yoga. Yeah. Do the yoga. Yeah, it's true. It's true. All right, we're going to head into lightning round, one word answers, if you can. If not, then just let me hear all of your, the beautiful things you want to say. <laughs> I'll try and be as succinct as possible. Okay. Yeah. All right. One word to describe yoga. Life-saving. Okay, two Life words. I'll take two. it. <laughs> we'll, put a da- we'll put a dash in between them. <laughs> Life-saving. I like that. Uh, least favorite posture of the moment? Frog. Really? Yeah. You get all squished and you can't breathe. And then to come out of it, it's like... Mm. Uh, gauche frog or frog? I don't know. The one where you stick your... It must be go- like you stick gauche your frog. arms under your legs and put your torso down. Yeah. Yeah, beep, beep, yeah. Beep. So it's uh, just for those listening who might not be familiar with that posture because it is a very <laughs> gauche posture. Um, it's like um, it's I guess I would describe it as uh, uh, on the floor guillotine. Right. So it's like that's probably why it's you like don't like it. <laughs> and squishy and like. Yeah. Stretch- in all weird places yeah yeah but it's, it's great you should do it <laughs> yes it's a it's like a leg behind the head prep posture for sure so yeah. and since we've already established that's not your favorite <laughs> i get it <laughs> uh favorite posture of the moment um handstand yeah trying for handstand yeah that's fun i like it yeah you're getting a lot of float lately it's good it's really fun yeah mm-hmm. it's fun to see that change uh, and I can tell you love it, too. When you flip up, you're like, I'm up. I'm floating. Uh, you know, it's good. <laughs> That's fun. A book you would recommend? Um, oh, I am not a virtuous. Oh, the one we just read, The Professional Troublemaker. I think it's a really good um, reminder of people for all of these things because she talks about a lot of this, too, of, like, taking time for you and, yeah. you know, not, you know, recognizing your own self-worth and such. It's important. Yeah, so that's by Alevi Ajay Jones, and uh, it's it's a fun book. I think the way she packages the information makes it super palatable and um, make, gives you, uh, I, I don't know, I had so many takeaways from that book, so I'm glad you enjoyed it too. It was, it was a good one. Perspective. Oh, if anyone else is on it, going on a road trip, an audio book that's super fun, Yeah, Daisy Jones and the Six totally like a popcorn book kind of thing yeah but it's like 
they have voice actors for all the characters oh. in it, and they tell story, the same story from the different perspectives. So it's really, it's like a rock band in the 70s kind of thing. It's, yeah. It's a really good, it's a fun, like, road trip re- listen oh that's a good that's a good recommendation for these summer months so yeah yeah thanks mel yep um a memorable correction or adjustment you received um i think it's always a good reminder of me to keep my chin up and chest forward because sometimes <laughs> i can hunch down <laughs> just from a life lesson too and i think that it's just yoga right just yeah. like don't yeah. be so serious about it yeah yeah, you're going to get all pretzeled up and you'll unpretzel yourself and it's all good. Yeah. 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 Um, if you could get one person on their mat that has yet to practice or has stopped practicing, who would it be? Oh, I have a list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Name your top three. Um, all right. I would, like, I would like to see my daughter do it. Yeah, I would like to course. get her. And sometimes she... Like, we'll try different things. Like, if I said, like, oh, I did this today. Like, when I, like, actually figured out Peacock for, like, a hot minute. And yeah. so she was like, what? And so then, um, so we talk about that. So sometimes she wants to do it. But then other times she'll be like, mom, yoga's your thing. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Um, and then I have a very good friend who I think her anxiety levels would lessen tremendously if she tried it. Okay. Um, but she keeps telling me it's my thing, too. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I kind of wish my sister had done it because of all the demons that she faced in her life but uh so yeah I, I guess it's like you can't you know you'll find the time when you can so, yeah. it's true I mean there's so many people in my life that I'm like this could all be solved if you just did yoga um but I think the longer you practice the less you say that right yeah. so the less you you ask them to join you and stuff like that because they're, got, they're either – the best thing you can do is just keep showing up for yourself. And if they're yeah. inspired by it, then they will, you know. Yeah. Um, because I've been the yoga nag. I've totally been that person. I was like, if you, you know, and then it, it just doesn't – it never gets received well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because they're like, just stop. I don't want to do your crazy – Yeah, that's your right? thing. Like, it's your you thing. You are talking about putting your head behind – your leg behind your head. Who wants it? You know, and it's just like – but it's the lesson you learn while – doing it but yeah. yeah you can't and that's the thing it's like I can't explain it to people anymore it's just kind of one of those things where it's like this is what I do yeah. this is what I've learned from it you know and like and that's the thing it's like uh, and I talk about it at work all the time lately because we're going through all this change I was like it's here's my lessons learned from yoga right so yeah like, we can do this yeah absolutely I mean that's the whole thing it's just modeling it letting people know that you have a lifelong practice and if they have questions and they'll ask you about it but I think everyone goes through, especially the first five years of their practice, where you're so enthusiastic about it, you tell everybody, well, I practice yoga, blah, 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 you should really do it, and I, it's going to heal what you're telling me about right now, you know, and then all of a sudden, it's like you've totally lost them, they've glazed over. <laughs> they kind of resent you. It's like you just, it's, you know, so I just, you know, um, I just let it go, and if people ask me about it, then then I will, but it is, it is always fun on this podcast to kind of call out people <laughs> yeah. who we really think like, should hey, be here. You on a mat. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. All right, Mel, posture goal of the moment, the posture that if you, that you really feel like you're chasing right now. Um, I would like to, to figure out Peacock again for more like more than just a hot second float and not a face plant and then handstand like I would really like to see like if I could actually do this in the middle of a room so yeah oh we'll get you there we'll get you there yeah 
Um, it just, I think for that one in the middle of the room, you're going to need a spot, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, definitely. Like that's the thing. Cause my daughter's always like, are you coming through that wall? What's going on over there? So, um, but yeah, I don't know. I just like, I don't really have any, like lately I've just been enjoying all the ones, even like the ones that I don't like crescent lunges, which I've been just kind of like, and then, uh, um, especially the ones that are like on the floor, like lifting your knee in the back, like things that just. Like, I'm just kind of like, I don't like this, but it's just kind of like, what don't you like? What are you resisting? Yeah. Right? Like, take the lesson. What's the lesson in it? Right? Yeah. Trying to be kind of like that bigger person of all of that, as opposed to just like scrunching up my face. Like, you know, so especially in Peacock, like I used to just groan. Like, this is why I'm on mute most of the time. You don't hear me. Right? <laughs> like, I like, like, like to hear the groan. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, the gist of like, because I do think like what you resist, and I think you said it too. And there's this other, this one guy that I follow. He's like, you're go resist nothing. Like, what are you, if you're, what are you resisting? Cause it's probably something that you need, right. Or that you at least need to address and recognize. Absolutely. Resistance is, should be the neon light that says, this is what you need. You know, it, whenever I feel resistance to something, I'm like, Oh, that means I have to do this, you know? And so then I, then I have to start doing the work to, actually get beyond the resistance of it um but those things and it always pays off but it's it's one of those things that's uncomfortable it means it's going to change things you know um but it's it's totally worth it um pay attention to what you resist or what you you talk loudly against (laughs) you know if you're like i would could never do yoga and i could never get my leg behind my head and i could never do this deep back bend you really need to start working towards those goals, you know, um, and then that transfers to life as well. Um, and like you can yeah, prove that you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. And even though you, you're not liking any of these backbending postures this week, especially your thoracic spine has never looked like that since I've known you. Like it is moving. It's moving. And before it was like, there was those three or four vertebrae that were just like, Nope, no, no, no. No, nope, we stay right here. We don't do that. <laughs> yeah. And it's really starting to move. So um, big changes. So even so good for you for going through the resistance and just going through it because it is physically showing big changes, you know. Yeah. I, I did Wednesday's class that I missed this morning. So I did all my wheels. Did you? Yeah. Good for you. That was a lot of wheels yesterday. Yeah. I groaned. No one did you? <laughs> the dog. That's okay. The dog heard you yeah. and that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, as we wrap things up, are there any uh, final thoughts you'd like to share with us? Or um, I just want to thank you for uh, putting this group together and for doing this. Like, it's really like I seriously don't know how I would have survived. Like, there <laughs> were like some Bikram studios, but like doing Bikram without the heat, like, it's just weird. Like, yeah. I tried early on, so yeah. I'm just super grateful that you. Oh, it's my pleasure. Uh, to have to have you back as a yoga teacher and like as a you know as someone who's like again like I appreciate the book club like all that you do super I'm very grateful and appreciative of all the people in the community and all like the sticking together and cheering each other on like it's just it's very special and I feel very blessed to be part of it oh well it wouldn't be the same without you you know every person in this community really is a treasure Um, And that's the way I feel about each of you. Um, You all add in your special strengths. And we notice when you're not in class because we miss you, you know, Um, and it really has become something really special. And um, it's beyond what my expectations were 
because of you all and what you, you, you all put your own stamp on it. Um, and, uh, I, I am also grateful to, you know, be at the helm of it and, um, that you all trust me with your practices the way you do. Um, it's been, it's, you know, despite all the crazy, <laughs> it's been a really great time. <laughs> it has. I mean, it really is like, I will be, you know, for thankful for COVID, like of the weird things that I'm thankful for, right? Yeah. It's like, I'm really thankful for COVID for this, right? Like, yeah. it's just, it was, it was, again, what I needed when I needed it, right? To kind of move, continue to push forward and practice and just try. Like, I don't know that I would have ever tried any of these things. I probably just would have been keep doing Bikram for forever. Because I even resisted, like, showing up for one of your, like, advanced classes. So yeah. I'm like, I'm not an advanced person, like, still in the studio. Yeah. You know, and, like, things like I was like, uh, what? But um, <laughs> You've yeah, been practicing like, so for 11 years. Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I'm still in the I can't just do any head to knee. No. <laughs> exactly. I, people always, people have said that to me ever since I started bringing in more advanced uh, stuff. They have always said, well, I still really have to work on the beginning. And I'm like, yeah, but you've been practicing for 10 years. Like, you know, it's, it, but it's yeah. like, well, the beginning isn't perfect. So I'm not ready to move on. I, I really wish that people would just kind of let that go because there's so nice to let it go right it is like it's kind of like there's and perfect is empty and unattainable right so I'm always kind of like meh I'm not I'm not trying to be perfect I'm just trying to like to go through it and see what I can learn and you know I'm grateful that now there's new stuff to learn and it probably is better for people who are like perfectionists because now it's like there's so much more like you can't get perfect at everything if that's what your perfect need is right because it's like there's just too much so you just have to kind of let some stuff go and move on to other things yeah pick up what you can where you can and you know um surprise yourself along the way because there's so many surprises to be had uh when you start exploring a little bit more and it's been fun so I'm so grateful to you um for being a part of it Mel it was so fun when you joined us for that first time it was like oh yeah I know Melanie's here (laughs) you know I literally was like I don't know what this is all about but I will try because I need some yoga yeah (laughs) yeah and it's been fun to see each of your practices and like even the spaces where you practice have evolved and changed we've taken a tour of everyone's home my whole office I could have like a yoga space and then like my workspace is jammed into the corner (laughs) (laughs) I need some space yeah, yeah. I need I need some space to get upside down and you know mm-hmm. do all of that stuff. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it so much for sharing your story and your thoughts and there were so many amazing takeaways from this conversation. I'm going to have to think really think about some of the beautiful things that you said. Um and I cannot wait to share this with everyone. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you. I feel so grateful to be able to have these conversations each week. Melanie is someone I just love to be around and her thoughts on the practice are so genuine and come from such a true place in her heart that I'm going to be chewing on different parts of this conversation for a good long while. I hope you enjoyed it too. Next week, join me again for a conversation that will light your practice up and keep you returning to your mat again and again, because that's what this space is all about. Until then, I look forward to the day you get a chance to meet me on your mat.